I've been saying this all year. When it comes down to it, it's going to be Cleveland, Golden State, round four, Warriors in five. Warriors in five, Warriors in five, Warriors in five, Warriors in five, Warriors in five. We're in the playoffs. Been saying it to be first day of the regular season, saying the first day of the playoffs. Warriors in five, baby. Ain't nobody changing my mind. Woo! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Basketballers Podcast. Oh, it feels so good to say that again. You know, we, we, we went off for a little bit, went off the radar. We know we're back, we're better than ever, and we got ourselves a playoff edition. So, you know what? Let's just hop right into it, okay? All right, um, so we got, we got after a long regular season, oh, long we got ourselves a really good playoff matches. I cannot wait for this. So, let's just hop right into them. We're going to do... Uh, an analysis of each playoff series, our predictions, and how many games, and then we'll go from there. All right, so let's get the show on the road. So the first round ma- first matchup I want to talk about, we'll start in the East, move our way to the West. Toronto-Washington, what you thinking? Uh, okay, Toronto has got a lot to prove. I Like, Washington, for me, when I look at the Washington 8 seed, Washington's not an 8 seed. Like, so part of me is like, they underachieved hard to get that 8 seed. Washington for me is like a four or five seed. So like yeah. this is this could be an interesting series if John Wall, Bradley Beal, those guys come to play. But at the same time, like Toronto needs to show up. Like this isn't you know you're not playing like you know a, a bad eight seed team that just you know squeezed their way into the playoffs. This is this is a solid team that can that'll that could possibly take game one or game two in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree 100%. Um, the, the, what you said, like, the, the, we're not looking at a Washington Wizards 8C. This is not like a typical 8C, like when the Pistons made it back a couple of years ago. You know, this is a team that lost their starting point guard. Yeah. They were able to keep a flow for a bit, but you could tell around the end of the season without him, it was they were really starting to hurt without him. Um, but he's back now. Everyone seems to be healthy. And you got to think, before John Wall went out, they were, I think they were third, fourth, and fourth in the East, where, like you said, where they belong. So I could really see... If I was a Toronto fan, I'd be really scared. This is this, yeah. This is this is a matchup that kind of concerns me for for Toronto fans. And again, not that I don't think I don't think Washington's favorites. I think Toronto is clear favorites. You mm-hmm. know, they're one game off a sixty win season. You know, they've got easily the best bench in the league. They've got a great back backcourt. You know, they've been they've had a, an awesome, a really truly amazing regular season. But again, like it doesn't matter if you're not able to to translate that to playoff wins and playoff series wins. Uh, you know, I think. I mean, we talk about Toronto's loss. 10, their last 10 game ones in playoff series. What do you think about that? And, you know, do you think Toronto comes out with some fire and do you think they take game one tonight? I think it's going to be 11 straight tonight. I think, you think Washington's going to win? Yeah, I think Washington's win. I, I think Washington's going to come into the ACC. Do you, do you, we've seen John Wall. We've seen his playoff mentality, bro. That go, guy goes in there to kill. He's going to want to go in ACC and he's going to want to show we're not an ACC that you can just take Bowl for granted. In the first round, yep. yeah. I think John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, Mercy Gortat, they're all going to step up real big. You got uh, Oubre Jr., who really came out as a really like solid six man this year. Yep. Not six man of the year yet, but he's still really young. But that's a guy you can rely on off the bench, which is something that Washington never really had last year. So I think this is a team that like they're going to really give Toronto. A run for the money. I, I think Toronto might win, but I don't think it's going to be. There's not going to be any. There's going to be some close games. I was just going to say that. Like for me, game one, I, I have Toronto. I think Toronto's got the edge. Home, you know, home court. You know, they, they're a different team. I'm interested to see. This is one thing I'm just really like kind of interested to see what they'll do. Is how are they going to run their rotations? Like all season long, you know, you had Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry at like maybe 30 minutes. Like some games, not even playing 30 minutes. And, and, you know, Van Vliet, you know, Siakam, Pirtle, all those guys off the bench, just, you know, 20, 20-plus 20 minutes. Are you going to be able to do that in the playoffs? 
you know, especially against a Washington team that's really starter heavy, that's got a really, really strong starting lineup. And those Washington guys are going to be playing 40, 42 plus minutes, right? Are you going to, are you, can you afford to have your bench out against Washington's starting lineup? So like, you know, it's going to be on Dwayne Casey. He's got to, he's got to figure out what he wants to do with that rotation, especially not only against Washington, but you know, if they match up against Cleveland in the second round, even beyond that, if they want to go further, like they're going to have to figure out the rotations. And, And then it's going to, it's going to come down to like whether or not their starting lineup can compete because their one strength all year long was their bench. Yeah. And, you know, Drozen and Lowry and those guys are great, but, you know, are they are they beating Cleveland with their starting lineup, playing 35 minutes? Are they even going to beat Washington? You guys, like, don't push around. This was a Washington team that last year was able to keep up with Cleveland all year long. This was a Washington team that... In the like, in like one mid-March, game away. in mid March, they were fighting for the three seed with Cleveland. Yeah, and this was a team right. that was one win away from the conference finals last year. John Wall, fantastic point guard. Beals really, really stepped up this year in his absence. Yeah. Um. What's what's your final? What's your what's your final series take? I'm gonna say Raptors and six. Six. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, a Wizards fan. I I I would love to see the Wizards win, but I I think Raptors ultimately it's gonna come down to just the overall better team. I think Raptors and six. I I have Raptors and five. I think Washington will take. Game three at home, and then you know Toronto's going to close it out in game five. Um, you know, and I think it'll be good for for Toronto, especially if they do win game one, to kind of you know push away all that you know playoff drama, kind of that negative stuff that comes with them in the playoffs. Um, you know, I think it'll be a good series. Like again, it's it, it really comes down to the fact that Washington isn't an eight seed. Like they're an eight seed, but they they play like at their peak. Washington's like a two three seed, right? And that's what you yeah. need to consider. Like playoffs, all the teams are playing at their best. It, you know, it's when all the teams are peaking, you know, yeah. anything could really happen. I, I have Toronto in five. All right, let's move on to the, the next series, Philadelphia-Miami. Oh. Philadelphia is <laughs> back in the playoffs, baby. Ben okay. Simmons, Joel Embiid, they're my dudes. Let's go. So, so, so Kyle has been talking about Philly for the last, like, three weeks. He's, like, going on about it. He's gonna I'm win. a P-Town They're man. making it to the conference finals. They're beating <laughs> Cleveland. They're making it. Like, he's just been saying some wild stuff. So, I think it's finally time to put Kyle in his place. Um, Philadelphia, like, they, they've had a phenomenal regular season. Like, it was bumpy at times, but, you know, they closed the season out, 16-game win, win streak. That's obviously... Half of it without Embiid, too. Yeah, obviously phenomenal. And, you know, Simmons has played f- insane all season long. Just triple-doubles and just playing amazing basketball. And, you know, potentially, he's, he's probably going to win Rookie of the Year. But, like, he, here's my 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 worry about Philadelphia. And it's not so much a worry, but it's just a skepticism. Like, I... If we look at playoff teams, like it, it's about stars. It's about the best. It's about the best players playing the best in playoff time. That's that's why Golden State wins. Golden State wins because it's Curry, Durant. They're hitting big shots, right? Like that's that's what wins you games in the playoffs. It's your stars playing at their best. Simmons is is his first year playing, and it's indeed second year. And I know they're both phenomenal players. They're both outstanding. They're both going to be top six players in the league in three years. Like I'm a firm believer of that. But I just think it's too early. Like I just don't think it's their time yet. I, I think they've. I think they're beating uh, Miami. I think they are. I thought. I think they have. I have them beating Miami in, in six. So how, how do you think they match up against Miami? I think Miami's interesting. Miami is kind of a gritty team. Like I know they're missing like that the waiters and and. But I think like. And again, it depends on Embiid. Like I don't know. Is he going to be back for like game two? Is that what? He I said? don't know if he's back for game two. He's ruled out for game one. Um, but he, he, it's looking like he'll be back for sometime in the first round series. But like you, you could see Miami beat Philadelphia in Game One, right? Without Embiid, like Whiteside could have a great game. Yo, yo, yo! Amir Johnson's there. He's there to shut down. Oh, okay, Whiteside. relax. <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> yo, listen here, bro. 
Philadelphia, Bellinelli's going off, Ilya Sova's going off, Reddick's going off, false lead in the bench unit, false, false youngest player ever to get a triple-double. Baby, this ain't a team to mess around with. I want to say Philly in four, but you know, just, just to give me some breathing room, I, I think Philly in five. I, okay, listen, I watched Miami beat Toronto in the last game on, on Wednesday. Miami was impressive. Wayne Ellington was impressive. Look, Miami, I mean, we kind of like, we were really down on them this year saying, you know, they're going to be the worst team in the playoffs. They're going to be this. They're going to, you know, whatever. They're a team that could that could win a couple games against Philadelphia. I, I think it'll happen. I've got Philly in six. I've got Philly in six. I think you're a little crazy. I think Philly I don't think so. I think Yo, my... 60 game wins. Everyone's on fire, baby. Ilya Sova's going off for 40. Reddick's going off for 30. Ben Simmons going to have 10, 20, 30. It doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> Philadelphia, I'm riding them so high. And my bracket, I mean, I got them in the conference finals. Miami, a joke. Wherever they play, Boston, Milwaukee, doesn't matter. They're going to kill them, too. So you what's your what's your series take, then? How many games? Philly and five. Philly and five? No, no, no. No, Philly and four. Oh, let's go. Philly and four. Uh, that's, my, that's my bold prediction. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right, Boston, Milwaukee. Ah, okay, this is an interesting This series. is super interesting. This is, this is, a, this is, a, this is a fascinating thing to, to kind of talk about. Because you look at Boston. They've been, you know, first, second seed all year long. With Kyrie, obviously. You know, Hayward went out at the start of the year. We know that. Kyrie's now out. Uh, is Smart back? I think Smart's up. Smart's still iffy, I think. So, so you got Horford, Tatum, Brown. You got Terry Rozier, uh, Baines. You've got a good team, but is this is a team that's going to win a playoff series. I think if there's going to be one team that they beat, it's going to be a Milwaukee team that underachieves greatly this year. But at the same time, it goes back to what we said. Like, playoff teams are playing at their best. This, you know, this is playoff time. This is when Giannis is going to have a chance to really prove himself. He's going to solidify. He's going to have a chance to solidify himself as a superstar in this league, right? Like... What if, what if, like theoretically, what if Milwaukee comes out and they lose four one to Boston? How does that reflect on Giannis? That doesn't look good on him. Milwaukee, Milwaukee's got a better team, I think. Milwaukee. Oh, like talent wise. Talent wise, Milwaukee should win this series. And Milwaukee is the best player on the course with, without the, Kyrie, without Hayward. Milwaukee should win this series, but Boston, Brad Stevens, you know, potentially coach of the year, he's going to be in the running for that award. Tatum, Brown, Horford. I'm really excited to see all the young guys do what they can just do. Been, they've just been phenomenal all year, but then it goes back to what I said with Philly. Like, Tatum's never been in the playoffs. Brown's never, uh, Brown was there last year, but look, these guys are young. These guys haven't really had uh, you know, much of the playoffs. Is it, are they going to be? And Tatum's going to be the number one scoring option, right? If you really think about it too, though, you look at you look at the Boston, you look at Milwaukee. These these are two young teams that pretty much have the same amount of playoff yeah. Because experience. Giannis hasn't really been in the playoffs much either, right? Like, no, neither neither is Middleton, Bledsoe when he was Parker on and all those guys. Yeah. And like like you said, so this is going to be a. I think it comes down to talent, and, and I think in my bracket I have Boston in six, but part of me thinks Milwaukee wins in seven. Like Milwaukee in seven? Okay, I don't know, man. Like I think what what really comes down to like this is going to be the deciding factor. How well Giannis plays. If Giannis goes out there, drops his like 38, 15 rebounds, 7 assists a night. He really but, carry. Like if he can, he could really, like Giannis Antetokounmpo has the capability to carry a team through a playoff win in the first round. Like LeBron has done so many times. And we could potentially be looking back at this year as this is the year that Giannis Antetokounmpo solidified himself as a superstar in yeah, this in league. Yeah, in a few years time. Think yeah. about it like this. One of four teams between Philadelphia, Boston, Miami, and Milwaukee will be in the conference finals this year. That's and if Middleton can play fantastically, I know we can. If Bled- you got Bledsoe, who's a fantastic point guard, and then you got Andre Kumbo, who's like I said, he's going to be hands down the best player in the series. If all those guys, Jabari Parker, if all those guys can step up, bro, like heat up at the right time, like you keep saying, like best players play best in the playoffs. 
Dude, Milwaukee can mess around to be in the conference finals. And and that's the thing, because normally when we look at the two side like the two seed side of the bracket, it's like the two seeds ha- is the favorite to make it. But we're looking at a two seed that's missing their two best players. Yeah. So like anything's possible. Like Milwaukee could make it. Philly has I think Philly's the favorites to win this side of the bracket, right? So like look man, I- I've got I've got uh, I don't know. Mil- think, Milwaukee in seven. For Milwaukee. me, I think it's going to come down to. Um, you also got to put into present. Like, who's Milwaukee's coaches? Anybody know? Like, th- there's a lot of coaching issues there. I think with the excellent yeah. coaching of Brad Stevens, the depth of Boston, how they've been playing as a team all year. Rozier, Brown, and Tatum are going to step up. I'm going to say Boston in six. Boston in six. I think that's Mil- what I have in my bracket. I think Milwaukee's going to win. Or, I, sorry, I think Antetokounmpo is going to win Milwaukee a couple games, but I think ultimately it's going to come down to Boston's overall more talented team, even without and their, their defense. defense. Boston's defense yeah. is going to be hard on Milwaukee. Yeah, and I think if anyone's going to shut Giannis down, Antetokounmpo down. And there's another thing too. Um, it's kind of hard, like hard to shut down a player like Giannis, but if you're gonna like Giannis Antetokounmpo with 38 points on 14 for 25 shooting is a lot better than Giannis Antetokounmpo with 38 points on like nine for like 26 shooting. You know what I mean? Like it's all gonna come down to if they can making. You just want to make it tough on them. Yeah. Like coaches say that all the time. It's like you can't stop Kevin Durant. You can't stop LeBron. You can't stop James Harden. <clears throat> you just gotta make it tough on them. Make yeah. them shoot tough shots. They're gonna miss some of them. That's say, the only thing you can do. In my theory, I just use Andre Kumbo sitting a lot of free throws, and that was nine for nine shots, thirty-eight points. Probably <laughs> that's not going to happen, but you, you get my point. But I think overall, Boston will win in six. And uh, let's round. Let's finish off with the East: uh, Cleveland and Indiana. Look, Cleveland in four. Cleveland. Uh, I give Indiana one game. But Indiana one game. Why? Just I think Indiana's had a good season. I give them one game. Uh, I, just I don't think Cleveland's as good as they haven't been in past years. I think they're going to destroy Indiana. But I, I give Indiana one game. I think LeBron's going to just be LeBron. Kevin Love's going to put up 30 points a game. Then, like people like Rodney Hood, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, they're all going to step up throughout. There's going to be, I, I can call, I'm going to see it right now. Indiana's going to be with Cleveland the entire game of game one. Everyone's going to think, oh, this is it. Then LeBron, like Cleveland will pull it away in the end. And then the next three games, Cleveland will just absolutely destroy it. Look, listen, I'm excited to see LeBron play in the, in the playoffs. <clears throat> I know, right? Because <clears throat> this is this is what a true Cleveland team like. This is what this team was not supposed to look like. But you had LeBron and Kevin Love, like, and I know Kyrie was in Cleveland before he came back. But like, this is what I want to see. I want to see LeBron as the clear number one option and Kevin Love as the clear number two option, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of role players, shooters, you know, three and D guys. That's what I want to see. I think Kevin Love, you've said it before, Kevin Love is going to go off in this Bro, series. Kevin Love all gets playoffs long. so disrespected. This it's guy was an all-star He just goes under the radar because people don't even, he was injured. You got to think about, it. Cleveland was struggling at, at like late in the season, and we forgot that Kevin Love wasn't even playing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And we'll, if, what a lot of people can remember, um, whenever Isaiah Thomas was injured this year, dude, Kevin Love was stepping up. Kevin Love was out there putting up like 20 and 12 a night, shooting like 4 for 9 from 3. And here here's another thing to consider. When Kevin Love is the clear number 2 option, LeBron has a history of of making it an effort a priority to find him good looks because he's a good player. And man. LeBron could do anything on the floor. Like if LeBron wants to find good looks for Kevin Love, he's going to find good looks for Kevin Love, right? And Kevin Love's going to he's going to knock down dude he shoots the 3 at a 41% clip. Like he's going to hit shots like you know, it's a matter of... I mean, we're, I wonder if we're going to see the, the whole Kevin Love, like, thing where he just... He'll come out in the first quarter and have 21 in the first, and then he'll finish the game with 28. Like, I think we're going to see that in a couple of games. Yeah. But, like, you know, even if he does have 28 at the end of the game, like, he's going to have to... He's going to have to be hot all series long. Not not against... um. 
Indiana, but for them to beat like a Philly team or for them to beat a Toronto team, he's gonna be hot. He's gonna have to be hot all series long. I think it was the year that um, Cleveland won the championship. They came back from the three-one lead. Uh, it was against Atlanta, I believe, in the third round. That was a sixty-team, sixty-one team, and. Yeah. In that series, Kevin Love shot 21 for 40 in four games oh. against the Hawks. That's 50%. <laughs> That's over 50% for four, a four-game series, bro. And I, I can see Kevin Love doing that again, easily. I, mean, I, I think it's, like, his time, right? Like, because Kevin Love, people kind of talk talk about Kevin Love, like, as if he's, like, not in his prime or if he's, like, you know. He's only, like, 30. As if, he's like, 30? as if he's, like, declined or as if he's, like, falling off or he's, like, you know, whatever. And I'm, like... Dude, he's still like in the middle of his prime. Like he's, yeah. he's he's great. He just doesn't have the opportunities to like to showcase that. Cle- and he's Cle- gonna have that opportunity. Like this is Kevin Love. We could look back. Like let's say Cleveland wins it all this year, which is more than possible. Like you know, Steph is injured, and you know Houston finds a way to the finals, which they very well could. Who, who's favorites, Houston or Cleveland? Like Cleveland could win a series against Houston in the finals. Yo, and it, LeBron and it, gonna strap. And it, it could come down to Kevin Love being the second like. A crazy good second option, and now that's we could look back at this that this year and say, look, the reason Cleveland won was not because LeBron, because we know what to expect from LeBron, and, but it's about Kevin Love and what he's able to produce for them. And Cleveland's got a really a, a team full of young players who are going to want to go and prove themselves. And this is that's the other thing. It's like they've got nothing to lose, really. Like yeah. they didn't have a great series. Like there's pressure on LeBron to win, but those other guys, like they're just here for the first time they're here for the ride right yeah. like they're here because lebron's leaving in the summer like yeah. that's why they're here like yeah oh for sure um all right let's hop over to the west oh so yeah. we get this is where it gets nasty yeah this is where it gets nasty uh we've been talking about how powerful the west has been all year uh so let's just hop right into the first one two versus seven golden state warriors without san antonio spurs or versus san antonio spurs see now is Kawhi playing is he not playing he's not he's not playing game one he's not gonna play I don't think he's going to play the series. And if he does, Golden State's still going to beat them. It, mm, if Steph's not playing and Kawhi is playing, I'm, we're talking a seven-game series. Six. He, mm, without Steph and without Kawhi, I think it's Golden State in six. Like, don't get me wrong. Kawhi is, Kawhi is fantastic. Kawhi, when he's healthy, Kawhi's a top five, probably top five player in the league. Um, and yes, everyone's going to throw... Whoa, they were up by 23 before uh, Zaza Petit shot. Zaza Petit shot. Was injuring him. I still think Golden State wins that in five. Golden State win, I think five. Golden State wins that game. Yeah, yeah, really though. But um, I don't think, like, don't really like I said, Kawhi's top five when he's healthy. But Kawhi Leonard isn't beating uh, a playoff veteran team with Kevin Durant, the runner-up of Defensive Player of the Year. Clay Thompson can but, go off at any moment. And just a team that is in-depth. And like I said, don't get me wrong, they're a really well-coached team. They got a really good talent. But once Golden State hits the playoffs, man, like, Golden State had a lot of struggles in the March last year. And they they went 16-1 in the playoffs. But they were also healthy in the playoffs. No, they weren't. Oh, sorry. No, le- leading up to the playoffs, they were. But it's you're, you're acting like... Like, Steph could be... He's going to be evaluated in a week. Steph could be back first round. If they're up 3-1, or unless there's, like, a game seven, which there won't be, Steph will come back second round. But I still I still think, like, this is... You, you watch Durant. This is the playoff series that Durant shows, I don't need Steph Curry. This but is, it, the, the playoff series that he doesn't need Steph Curry can't be a first-round playoff series against the Spurs without their best player. That's all I'm saying. It's going to take more than a first-round matchup against the Spurs without Kawhi Leonard to prove that Kevin Durant doesn't need Steph Curry. Yeah. 
Well, he's going to have to prove a hell of a lot more than that. But if Kawhi's out for the first game, what's to say that he's not out the whole series? If he's out the whole series, I have. I, I, no matter what, I think I have. I have Golden State without Kawhi. I've got Golden State winning in six. You think Spurs without Kawhi are winning two games against the Warriors without Steph? I think you're. I don't. I, don't, I think you're a little bit crazy on that one. I think Golden State in six. I think Golden State in five without. Rocket like the Spurs are a bad team. Yeah, but we're acting like without Curry, the Warriors are like a bottom, like a middle of the pack team. They're not a middle of the pack team, but they're not Warriors. Well, I mean, they're not the Warriors. Warriors that we know that won seventy three games. But I mean, when you, like you said, when you get the playoffs, there were, I think it was I don't know who it was. I think it was Colin Coward that said it. Um, like whenever you're a veteran team that has won multiple championships, like there, there's no other team that are like they're not your your biggest threat. Yourselves are your biggest threat. And like a lot of the times, you'll see a regular season team that are that are coming off a championship that are just not playing the like say in March because the hardest part about the entire season is waking up to play Denver on a Tuesday and Milwaukee on a Wednesday. Yeah. Like they, they just want to get to the playoffs, and I think when they get to the playoffs, like Kerr said, that's when our season starts. Same with LeBron. I think you can see, you you'll see both the Warriors and Cleveland absolutely demolish these teams are gonna these, guys, these are gonna bring it to another level like. You're not going to see a Warriors team putting up 21 turnovers like they were in the regular season, just messing around, like doing ridiculous passes. I think they're gonna they're gonna put their head down. They're gonna play really tough defenses. We've seen them; they, their defense has really, really improved this year, yeah. like uh, significantly. They're gonna put it down. They're gonna strap, and Durant's gonna go off. Clay will be hitting his shots. You got Draymond, who's just un- unbelievable, man, absolutely unbelievable. You got a, a really good bench. Now, I, I think. I think here's my prediction: Warriors in five without Leonard, with Leonard, Warriors in six. I think without Leonard, Warriors in six, with Leonard, Warriors in seven. All right, fair enough. Uh, Portland, New Orleans, Pelicans. Uh, see, this is this is a weird matchup because you've got you. So obviously, with Portland, you've got the crazy back where you've got Dame, CJ, like. And then you've got Nurkic, who, who can kind of hang with... Um, what's his face? Napier. He's really stepped up off yeah. the bench this year, too. So, I don't really know what to expect with Portland. Like, I've kind of grown sick and tired of Portland, like... Especially with Damian Lillard, you know, talking about how he's underappreciated and how his team's underappreciated. When in reality, like, he's not really... He hasn't really accomplished anything. Like, like well, it would... he hasn't really accomplished anything, but, like, he's also lost to the Warriors several years in a row. But, like... I'm sorry, but Damian Lillard with the team he's got, I don't care how well he plays, he's not beating the Warriors. Okay, well then, you, you, if you're going to say that about Portland, you got to say that about um, Toronto when they lose to LeBron. It's like the same thing. They do say that. You don't? don't I don't say what? You, you're like, oh, Toronto's got to be better. Toronto, you know, Toronto gets smoked when they get to the playoffs. Toronto's choking. Like, dude, okay. you're going to say Cleveland that about Portland. Is, Cleveland and Toronto is a lot different than Portland and Golden State. Not... What, no, what do you mean? No, but I'm saying if a team is losing to a team that's clearly superior to them, and you're going to hold that against them, then it's, you got to do it across the board. You can't just do it to Portland because they're playing Golden okay, State. Okay, there's a there's a bit of a different gap between Golden State and Portland and Cleveland and Toronto. Come on. Toronto? Who does Portland, like, they've had their... McCollum's really stepped up. But on the other side, like, him and they got him and Dane. Nurka just... But last year, it was, that, it was only those two. No one else was playing. That was their only team. They weren't supposed to make the playoffs last year. They weren't supposed to make the playoffs this year. Who's winning? I think what it's going to come down to in this series is I think I think Portland's just going to have too much firepower. I think 
think Davis is going to go off, obviously. He's, gonna, he's literally going to average. So, like, last year in the first round, Westbrook averaged, like, 37, 12, and 11. You're, Davis is going to do that. He's going to average, like, 40. He's literally going to average, like, 40, 14, like, three, three rebounds, blocks. a bunch of blocks, and a bunch of – like, he's literally going to do that because that's what it's going to take for them to even be competitive with yeah. Portland, I think. Like, New Orleans has been really, really good, and they've been really, really good down the stretch of the season. And, they, look, New Orleans won the games they needed to. Like, Yeah, won we, five straight to end. We it. said, like, back then, like, New Orleans is one of those teams that we could see – on the outside looking in when it comes down to the, the very end of the season and there's some of these teams are not going to are, are, aren't going to make the playoffs this is how it is when there's six spots and there's eight teams mm-hmm. that are fighting for those six spots like two of them have, don't get to make it and we thought New Orleans might be one of them but credits to them they they won the games they needed to Holiday's really stepped, stepped up, up. Holiday, Rondo was big too Rondo, Rondo a lot Holiday of Davis and they've got a good team like we look at New Orleans and we think oh it's just Anthony Davis is going off that's one of them games Miritich has been no, really good for them Holiday's average like 23 a game since uh, Boogie's gone out. Miritich has been really good, like you said. Rondo's been amazing at facilitating their offense. Like, this is a good team, and you throw Boogie back in the mix, like, you don't know what the what the ceiling of this team is. Like, yeah, it's fact. We, we might be looking at, like, a second or third seed in the West next year. Yeah. Potentially. It, it, I think Cousins is going to come back, too. I think the fact that when Cousins went out 48 games in, and the Pelicans showed that they could make the playoffs without him, I think that's really important to DeMarcus Cousins. And that's going to be like, hey, if these guys can make the playoffs without me for half the season, what can we do with it? And, and not only not only does not only does it prove to him that they can win, but it proves to them that they want the, want to win, that that they're going in the direction of winning, that they're not like looking at tanking. And because New Orleans very well could have shut down after Boogie went out, yeah. Like most teams probably would have. You mm-hmm. lose your second best player, like not even your second best player, your one B player. Most teams would shut down and just you know kind of give up and say, well, what's the point? We can't do anything without our best player. Like. Yeah. Credit to New Orleans, man. Do they win this series? I don't pe- know. A but. lot of people have this going seven games, but I just don't see it. Like, I'm I, I in my bracket. I'm pretty sure I put Portland in five because, like, it's going to come down to, like, New Orleans will keep competitive because Anthony Davis will go off. But I think when it comes down to it, Portland just has too much firepower. And I think I think Portland takes this in five, honestly. I, I give New Orleans a little more than that. I, I got Portland in six. Mm, yeah, I got Portland in six. Part of me wants to say seven, but... I think six is, is the safer bet. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, here it is, the big series that Chris is going to go on about. Uh, the 4-5 in the West. Okay, for starters, kudos to them after all this stuff to somehow end up with a home court advantage we in the did playoffs. It, <laughs> OKC Utah, what what you thinking on this here, one? Here, look. <laughs> like you said, someone explained to me how OKC ended up with, with home court in the first <laughs> round. I sure as hell don't know the answer. A week ago, this is Colin Cowder saying this is going to be the greatest team ever to not make the playoffs, and now they're home court advantage. <laughs> who who wins this series? Here's my thing about Utah. Utah plays drop coverage defense, where they just drop off off pick and rolls. They do everything like that, which which gives Westbrook the opportunity to play amazing, because that that is what Westbrook feeds into is when people aren't fighting through screens against Westbrook when they're not like playing it up on him. Westbrook's able to get that mid range jump shot that he loves. And oh, he, 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 he loves that shot but, this year. But hear me out. He's able to get that mid-range jump shot, which he loves. And he's also able to run pick and roll with Steven Adams, like, as much as he wants. But there's two things. With the first thing, I mean, the Steven Adams pick and roll is really consistent. It, it's been probably their best offensive tool all year long. It, it, whenever, they get, whenever they need a bucket, whether it's crunch time, whether it's, you know, they need to stop a run, they need to go on a run, that's what it is. It's, it's Russell Westbrook, pick and roll. It's not Paul. It's not this other stuff. It's Westbrook, Stephen Adams, pick and roll. Westbrook, little little bounce pass. Stephen Adams, floater over the top. Like 
That's going to be consistent. That's going to be there all series long. But when it comes to Westbrook hitting mid-range jump shots, you're going to have games where Westbrook's 14 for 21. And he's got 42 points, and he's single-handedly the reason they win a game. There's going to be games where he's 8 for 23, and he's single-handedly single going to lose them a game. So that's the thing. When it, when it comes to Westbrook hitting mid-range jump shots, like you got you got to be careful because, yeah, there's going to be games where he goes off and those shots go in. But there's going to be games where late in the game, especially, shots are going to go in, and they're going to lose because of it. This is going to be one of those series... This is going to be the definition of a playoff series. This is going to be a really good this series. Is going to be a, this, I think this is going to be the best series of the first round. you got two teams who are going to give it their all. Um, the the Jazz are like 30-5 and five over the last 35. Oh. or Something absolutely insane. Um, Go Bears back better than ever. How do you think... This is another thing, uh, dynamic of this series. How do we think Donovan Mitchell's going to play? I think Donovan Mitchell's... I think that Donovan Mitchell, especially with all the stuff that's going on with Ben Simmons, Ben Sim, or Donovan Mitchell's going to fire. And Donovan Mitchell's going to play out of his mind this series. I think Rubio, he, he's a great point guard to have. Great point guard to have on this team. Because this, this is a team team. A perfect point guard. Yeah, and when you got a point guard who can like who wants to pass the ball to his teammates, that's perfect. you got Ingles who... who like, any shot he can take, he takes. And then, yeah, like I said, go And, and listen... You, they're not a deep team, but they've got a good team. Like, Favors is in their lineup, but they got Jay Crowder on, uh, coming off the bench in that four seed. So, in, in the four spot, they can go small because if you put Melo at the four against Favors, and you're going to pull Favors uh, like to the three-point line, they're going to have to put Jay Crowder in because Favors is going to become, I think, not unplayable, but it's going to be hard to put Derek Favors on the floor if, if Melo's stretching the floor like he should yep. be. Yep. Yep. So, For you're sure. going to see a lot of Jay Crowder in this series. And what's your pick? I'm sorry to say it, but honestly, this is going to be the series, Jazz and seven. Seven hard-fought games, Jazz will win in game seven, like, 98 to 94. I've got, I've got, Mel OK Mello will go, like, one for 11. <laughs> <laughs> I've got OKC winning the series. I think OKC's the better team. I think this is a team that's been built for the playoffs. Um, all season long, we've been saying that. This is a team that that's meant for the playoffs. This is a team that's going to, gonna, like, don't, don't go all Skip Bayless on me now saying they're going to win the whole thing. <laughs> Skip Bayless goes on national television saying um, what, that they're, that they're going to beat Utah in seven, Houston in six, Golden State in seven, and Philly in six in the finals, and they're going to win it all. Russ's revenge. Russ's revenge, baby. He's taking over the playoffs. Well, I'm all for it, Skip Bayless, but maybe, maybe not this year. Maybe next year. I'm okay, Skip. Relax. <laughs> Look, I, I think OGC's winning this series in six. I think Utah... In terms of talent, I don't think they'll have it. And like I said before, like this is about the best players. OKC's got, if you look at OKC's and Utah's best player, OKC's got a better player. You look at their second best player, OKC's got a better player. I think George is better than Gobert. You look at the third best player, like, you know, Gobert's better than Melo. And then you got Mitchell, who's probably better. But you got Steven Adams. You got to think about the Adams Rui Gobert matchup. I think if there's any player that, every, any big man that's going to be able to really. Calm Stephen Adams down and make him like unproductive. It's Gobert. We've seen Gobert. But shut it's the down same on the everybody. flip side, though. If there's any player that can make Rudy Gobert unproductive, it's going to be Stephen Adams. Here's the thing, though. Gobert is never. Gobert isn't um, really counted on for offense as much as Stephen Adams. That's is. not true. Like he's not. He's not. They're not getting him the ball on the post. But there's a lot of pick. They run a lot of pick and rolls with uh, with Gobert. He's going to be diving at the rim. And it's gonna be big. It's gonna be a big rebound battle too. Like Adam, he's just absolutely two giants going for rebounds. Bro. It's literally gonna Russell be two. Westbrook getting grabbing freaking rebounds. Look, I got OKC in six. I think Adams and Gobert pretty much cancel each other out, and I think the rest of the OKC team is gonna just is just gonna be better. I think they're just gonna be better than 
I think Mitchell is not going to struggle, but Mitchell is going to be. Look, you're going to have Paul George guarding Mitchell all series long. I think. I think what's going to happen? Game seven, 98-94 Jazz. There's going to be that lone Jazz fan standing up in Chesapeake Arena with the sign saying "OKC okay, later." <laughs> oh, you can't spell choke with an OKC. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, that I think you're right. I think that's going to be the best first round series. Oh, I, I'm, I'm I don't really think it's excited. Close. I, don't, I don't even think that you being biased with OKC. Like I just think it's going to be really, really competitive. Yeah. Um, all right, final, final one. We're going to look at uh, Houston, Minnesota. Houston, okay, Houston in five. Houston in mm, four. Houston three. Houston. In, relax. Okay, this is this is when we go back to what we talked about with Toronto and Washington. It's the same thing. Minnesota is not an eight seed, right? Mm. They, they they left out on Butler. They didn't have Butler for what was it two months. Two, oh, yeah, a little more over. So, like, that's a big chunk of the season. And and they struggled during that time. Like, they fell from, they were the clear three seed. They were fighting for that three seed with, with uh, San Antonio, that three yeah. and four spot. Yeah. And they dropped, right? Minnesota was a team, again, like New Orleans. Without Jimmy Butler, are they making the playoffs? Like, they might be a team on the outside looking in. Like, we said that about them as well with with New Orleans, right? So, Minnesota is more like a three, four seed, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you, you got Houston, who's going to get tested in this first round. I think Houston's a better team. They're going to dominate them, I think. But this isn't going to be – Houston's not going to be able to play at 85% and win this series. Like, Houston's going to have to play 100%. Another thing, too, with it as well is Tom Thibodeau, like, gets, like he gets so much flack for just absolutely bagging his, his starters. But you also got to think, Tom Thibodeau was a known coach for having a really good defense. And he's always been a defensive And you got Jimmy coach. Butler, who was a really good defensive player. Uh, Townsend has stepped up on defense this year. Wiggins still is – Wiggins should be a lot better than he is with his athleticism. But even even so, like these guys are gonna be playing Taj Gibson. You watched in the last Denver game, Taj Gibson absolutely shut down Jokic in the final two yeah. minutes, bro. That Denver or sorry, Minnesota won that game on defense, and def- that's what won. And that's that what, game. and for them to win games against Houston, that's what it's gonna come down to. Yeah. Like yeah. they're not gonna outscore Houston. It's it's not gonna happen. I think, I my, my actual prediction. Um, I think Houston could very well destroy them in five. But my my true prediction, I think. I think Houston in six. I think Houston in six. And I think, we look at a Minnesota team, Minnesota is going to be motivated like none other team. Like, again, they're missing Butler all year long. They come back. They win a must-win game against Denver. Yeah. Minnesota is going to have some momentum riding in here. Houston's been on break for the last, like, month. Yeah. Not not on break, but Houston has Cruise been, control. They've been on cruise control. Exactly. That's the best way to put it. They've just been kind of cruising along, waiting for the playoffs to come. And, you know, they should be. Like, they've had the number one seed locked up for the last month. But Yeah. I think Minnesota's going to come in with some fire. They're going to they're going to come in. I think the underdog uh, kind of reputation suits them. Playing Butler, at Target Center is not going to be fun either. Yeah. That that stadium is going to be jamming on the, like this is the first game playoff game in fourteen years, bro. They're going to be loud, and they're that Minnesota team's really going to give Houston a tough time. Yeah, I I think you're right. Houston six. I think we might and look. We don't know how Harden and Paul are going to play. Like, I could, I could honestly see it being like. The Toronto Cleveland series a couple years back. Houston wins the first two in Houston. Minnesota wins the next two to tie it up. And everyone's like, oh, Houston could. But then last two games, Houston comes out and then they win. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, like, talent is going to is gonna prove right here. Like, talent's going to win you this series. Houston, Houston's just so good. Houston's unbelievable, man. We never, No one expected them to be this good. But you know what? We were all wrong. So that's all the all the first round matchups. Um, we'll, we'll we'll delve into the second round whenever that time comes because you know we'll we'll see the matchups. But let's put it on the record, man. What's your what's your finals prediction? I want to hear your finals prediction right now. <laughs> oh baby, on the record. So baby. I've got okay. So let's let's go through it here. So I've got Cleveland playing, um, Philly. Yeah. Or no, no, sorry. Cleveland playing Toronto. Cleveland beating Toronto, and then I've got Philly beating whoever they have to play, Boston or Milwaukee. Yeah. 
and then I've got Cleveland beating Philly in the in the conference finals, probably four two. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got Cleveland in the finals coming out of the East. Out of the West, I've got Houston beating OKC, probably four one four two. And then I've got, and again, this comes down to Steph Curry's health, but I, like I've got Golden State beating um, who would it be? Portland. Golden State beating Portland. Yeah. Uh, probably four one, four two, and again, that really kind of shifts depending on depending on whether or not Curry's back. Golden whether... State really locked out with the scene. They they got to avoid Houston and Golden State or, and OKC first two rounds. And with the Golden State Houston conference finals, I've got Houston in seven. This guy's been riding on. This guy literally came to me. He's like, bro, I was sitting on my chair. For ten straight minutes, and all I can imagine was Harden hosting the NBA championship. Dude, it's so I gotta go with a Houston. <laughs> I got I got Houston beating Golden State in seven. I think Houston's been the better team, even when Golden State's healthy. I think Houston's been like neck and neck with how good Golden State can be. Yeah, I mean, even when Curry comes back, is he going to be ninety percent? He's going to be injury prone when he comes back, right? I just think Houston's is the the safest bet. I think to win the championship. There's so many variables with Golden State. When is Curry coming back? Is he going to be 100%? Are they going to be able to figure it out so fast? Because when, when Curry comes back, he's going to get thrown into a playoff series. He's not coming back against, like you said, he's not coming back against Denver on a Tuesday. Like, this is game one of, of a, of a conference. He'll be ready. He'll be ready. He'll be ready. I'm like, but, like, he's going to have to figure it out fast. It would be such a Steph Curry thing to do to just come, come back, back game 45. one. Drop, literally drop 45 on, like, just nine for, like, nine three threes. Yep, he'll, he'll do it, too. He, you, you, you know he will. He's done it so many times before. So, I've got Houston beating Golden State. Yeah. In seven. I honestly think they've got home court. This is what Houston wants. Yeah. They, they they built this team. When they made the Chris Paul move, it was built to, to beat, beat Golden yeah. State. It's the same with the moves OKC made. Everyone is fighting to beat Golden State. Houston just happened to do a really, really damn good job of it. With Chris Paul, <laughs> James Harden, Gordon, Ariza, Capella, Mute. Like, they've got such a good team. Yeah. I've got uh, Houston in seven, and then I've got... Houston and Cleveland in the finals. I don't know, man. I, I would I, I would be rooting for Cleveland. I I would want Cleveland to win because I just I just want to see LeBron get another ring. I, I'm just sick and tired of this this finals argument being used against LeBron. I want LeBron with another ring, mm-hmm. especially in the fashion that it happened this year. That would be wild. that would be huge for his legacy. Yeah. But do I think Cleveland can beat Houston? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I probably I think in my bracket I have Houston in seven. Okay. Houston would have home court. Houston would have the better team on paper. They've got the better team on court. I, I think Houston would win in six or seven. Yeah, I got for me. I got my bracket same thing as you. Cleveland over Philly, like five or six games, and then my conference finals: Golden State, Houston. I got Golden State beating Houston, How many and games? then five, six, six, oh, six baby. at the most. Six at the most. Don't don't be. And I've been saying this all year. When it comes down to it, it's going to be Cleveland, Golden State, round four. Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Warriors in five. Warriors in <laughs> five. Warriors in five. Warriors in five. We're in the playoffs. Been saying it to be first day of the season. Saying it the first day of the playoffs. Warriors in five, baby. Ain't nobody changing my mind. Woo! <laughs> if to be the best, you gotta beat the best. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Warriors are still the best. What? What about Philly? Shh. Phil, am I like? In my heart, I wish Philly would. Beat <laughs> what them about up. Philly? You know, give, give them three years. Philly's winning the championship. Oh, three years. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, that's actually fair. two years. Two. You know, maybe next year. Who knows? Dude, next year. Never, let's just. Philly, Boston, Milwaukee's going to be better. Toronto's going to be just as good. Cleveland's, I mean, depending on how far Cleveland gets, LeBron might be back. You're going to have five strong teams in the East next year. Like, strong. He's stepping up, baby. He's stepping up. All right, well, that's all we got for this playoff edition of the Basketball Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and enjoy the playoffs, guys. (laughs) 